Brexit means Brexit. We're going to build the wall. It's going to be built. Trump, our secretary, gave alternative facts. <laughs> Welcome to episode 66 Whoa. of the Gristle Digest, the podcast that was voted Turkmenistan's number one English language satirical podcast with the word gristle in the title. Represent. I bet that's probably true. 100%. Um, today is the 14th of October 2018. My name is Robert and I'm joined as ever by my good friend Paul Moss. How's it going, Paul? You know what? Yeah, it's going all right, mate. Yeah, can't complain. Yeah, all good. Good stuff. Um, it's been a few weeks. It's been a while. I can't remember quite quite how many week how many weeks it's been, but nonetheless, we're back. Just a couple of top stories this week, Paul. What we got? Uh, and then already this week, it's sort of of late <laughs> <laughs> uh, history, really. But um, first one: world still reeling uh, from U.S. Supreme Court nominee's tearful ode to calendars. Um, two weeks on from the Senate committee hearing to confirm Brett Kavanaugh, uh, and much of the non-rapist world is still left scratching its head <laughs> over why a calendar-loving credi- credibility void uh, was allowed to become the next Supreme Court judge. Uh, Dr. Placey Ford's testimony was as convincing as is possible for a human to produce under any circumstances, with frank and humble recollections pump- punctuated with moments of quiet intellectual brilliance. And yet the Senate committee, led by Senator Grassley, a man who looked like who looks like Rupert Murdoch, Murdoch's older, more infirm <laughs> brother, uh, disregarded Blasey Ford's words as if they were another post-cheeseburger tweet by their beloved masters, President Trump. Um, thousands took to the street to uh, protest both Kavanaugh's nomination and confirmation, uh, but to little avail, with Camp- President Trump promising to invite Kavanaugh to Devil's Triangle with Melania. <laughs> um it's deal or no deal, and there ain't a knoll in sight. It's Brexit crunch time for Britain. Uh, the supposed end of October deadline looms large as Theresa May's cabinet collectively soil themselves whilst rushing to, rushing to Brussels in a last-ditch effort to secure a deal that was meant to have been tied up ages ago. Uh, increasingly sweaty, Brexit Secretary Dominic Raab uh, claims he is optimistic, but privately has been seen sticking needles into a David Davis doll. <laughs> uh, so how do we get to this point? Uh, two years and two Brexit and Foreign Secretaries later, uh, and Britain are pretty much in the same position they were at the start. The only difference, perhaps, is that the country and both sides of the house are more divided than ever before but obviously that is all just super neghead ramona cuck talk and actually <laughs> we're about to sign a deal that will make us the richest country in the world Hallelujah. with an army that's bigger than america's and a football team that's guaranteed to win the world cup Woo! or something like that <laughs> um so just two stories this week Paul, but sort of two grand stories i thought we you know we'll, we'll, whilst we're looking at america we'll take we'll we'll take an opportunity to sort of stare around elsewhere we'll probably take uh, take a little there. posy down trump avenue just see what's going we on might have to. we might have to but let's start with the debacle that was um brett kavanaugh at, uh, at the senate committee hearing what did you make of all of it Paul? well you know it was an absolute shit show wasn't it I, I, really at the end of it i was just left thinking what would this guy have to do for this not to happen now like how far could he push it he must have thought that you know there must have been part of him that thought i wonder what i could get away with i wonder if i if i just murdered that baby they'd probably still let me through wouldn't they and it was just it was just such a a terrible corny weird performance combination of all the worst adjectives what a bizarre freak he is i mean just 
even if um you know the the doctor's like testimony wasn't incredibly compelling um you know very very believable it let's say it was an absolute farce even that you know his his performance and his sort of uh, attitude and behavior throughout it should just disqualify him from from being anything yeah, as of right. yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah like, from anything from anything <laughs> manager at mcdonald's uh, no just, no, you're, no. Too, you're too larry mate but um, but yeah, he he went he went off on it didn't oh, he about Jesus. about about calendars, calendars, bizarrely. yeah, the real um, calendar fetish, which is real fetish. We've of all been calendars. there though. We've all been there. Um, started kind of like welling up uh, when speaking about his father's calendars, as if his father had died. Um, only for everyone to point out that his father was sitting right behind him <laughs> the whole time. Uh, which made it really it was, that was incredible, really weird. But I've got I've actually got a clip of um of of. Kavanaugh first bringing up the calendar. Oh, I love it. Um, so, I mean, and and I just want to point out, like, so the, you know, in the pauses, he he, make, he pauses a lot, and uh, you know, is that he he's effectively welling up and and sort of faux crying, but because we've just got the audio, what it, what what he genuinely sounds. I wonder if he's talking about his dad, <laughs> dad's calendars. So, because we've just got the audio, and this in between pauses, it just it just sounds like he's sucking his dad's cock. Uh, <laughs> so, <laughs> so let's just take a little listen, shall let's we? Let's go for it. Why did I keep calendars? My dad started keeping de- detailed calendars of his life in 1978. And <laughs> I mean, what? Away he goes. He did so with a calendar and a diary. It's a very organized guy, to put it mildly. So, so he's organized. Let's suck him off, you day. Christmas time, what? we sit around and he regales us with old stories. Oh my god! Oh. So, old milestones, old weddings, old events from his calendars. So that's so that's Brett. Um, <laughs> now, if, I'm not saying you know. So obviously, we know we know if you watched the hearing, you didn't. He wasn't sucking off his dad. He wasn't sucking. I think, his I dad think we should off. address that. Yeah. So that that didn't happen but <laughs> it's not you know to, for blind people out there there's a lot of blind people out there that are like do you know what that that kavanaugh guy <laughs> he, i would never i would yeah i wouldn't vote him for anything but um but i mean he goes on to sort of um you know just start just like break he just breaks down <laughs> he, he goes mental sort of, doesn't he he really does the very the very mention um of, of his of, of his father's calendars and it's sort of this kind of like self-loathing kicks in. <laughs> uh, it's really weird. So I've, I've just got a clip of that as well, if you don't mind, Paul. Let's go so for it. Let's just take a quick listen. I've kept such calendars diaries for the last 38 years. <laughs> Mine are not as good as my dad's. Aww. In some years. <laughs> some years. <laughs> just, just some years. I've you know, like a lot of years calendars. they're better than his dad's. Yeah, just like a complete pill. But, oh my but and and you know, like his his kind of testimony and what have you, then just proceeds 
onto being like um, what I viewed as being just a series of prompts for improv comedians <laughs> to then go and go and fill in the blanks. So I've got a few, Paul. I've got three oh, it, a, like prompts, if you will. So that's a, so I was wondering if you could try and fill in the blanks, but not you know it's kind of like what happened, not what happened next, but what should have happened next. So uh, let's take the first one, the first cue, if you will. And when I was a kid. The calendars are about what you would expect from a kid. <laughs> when I had my first wank. <laughs> yeah. When I was wanking in the garden. When I punched that dog in the face. I'd wank when I went up. I didn't wank as good as my dad. Some years. <laughs> Some days, my father used to come in and he caught me having sex with my mother. What? <laughs> Brett? Shit, mate, you're not... You're not you're not like the rest you're of us. You're not helping yeah, no, your so case, Brett. <laughs> just chill out. Um, so let's let's take a look at listen to the second uh, cue from his speech, if you will. Let's go for it. But I did have the summer of 1982 documented pretty well. <laughs> so he had the summer of 1982 documented pretty well. It was known as the summer of rape. <laughs> I, had, I had a map. Of all the rapes I committed in America, <laughs> all states, all the good states, the eastern side, the western side, there were pins all over the place. I like rape. I still like rape. <laughs> I still like rape. <laughs> Fucking hell. Me and my bro- me and my friend Skeeter and Bobby and Fat Stan, <laughs> rapey Dirty Phil. <laughs> we all used to go to rape camp every year. It was run by the church. Yeah. No, um, <laughs> so, and, and lastly, so let's have listened to the last one, shall we, from his speech. So, the last cue. I spent much of my time working, working out, lifting weights, playing basketball. Jacking off. <laughs> jacking off just, in front of girls. Just jacking it When they it didn't good. ask me to. Jacking yeah. it good. No one wanted to see that, but... Everyone watched me do it anyway. I checked off over my calendars. So, so yeah, so that's the weirdness what that was Brett Kavanaugh. What a freak. I'm sorry, but what fuck a freak, me. <laughs> so, yeah, the re- obviously it's a tragedy what happened to uh, Christine, Dr. Blasey Ford, but uh, the real story there was, uh, yeah, wasn't Kavanaugh <laughs> a complete prick? Um, <laughs> so let's, I mean, whilst we're looking at America, I mean... Yeah, talking a complete there's pricks. There's been a few... Talking of complete pricks, it's been a bit of a funny week for America. They've had... First, well, you've had Melania Trump in Africa. Out of Africa, I should say. Just turning up in a pith helmet. She she turned up dressed like the Nazi from Raiders of the Lost Ark. And then stood in a place that looked exactly like Raiders of the Lost Ark. It's just... What are you doing? such a... Such a bad And then she said... Then later in an interview, she said she's one of the most bullied people on the planet. Stop doing fucking stupid stuff like that then, love. Stop dressing as a Nazi. Turning up like a colonial overlord. It's just so... Ridiculous, but um, <laughs> so we've got Melania oh. doing that, and uh, yeah, saying that she's the most bullied person in the world. And you've got um, Kanye West oh, meeting up with Donald hell. Trump. I mean, no. someone needs to someone needs to step in and do something because that's just a mentally ill man who's been given a platform <laughs> and just for he's some now... reason using it to call for an end to the end of slavery and fucking. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Bring back that, says Kanye. He's, he, yeah, he's more like he's more of, you know, the white right now than yeah. uh, Taylor Swift. Uh, massively, <laughs> like sort of, Taylor Swift actually 
like you know came out and was like yeah vote for this democrat guy for like the first time she was always notoriously quiet on that so i just kind of figured yeah, yeah. she's a big bigoted redneck surely but no fair play <laughs> surely. to her surely <laughs> surely but you know a fair play to her yeah who'd have thought in the taylor versus kanye beef which i know we both followed <laughs> yeah big beef. <laughs> big beef but it's uh yeah no i haven't actually seen the kind of weird interview watch it thing in full it's, yeah it's honestly it's fucking crazy there's some really funny bits as well there's one bit where kanye gets out his iphone to show donald trump like a video of some weird futuristic carbon plane not making this up but you what see him you hell? see him get his phone out and you see him go to put his password in it zero 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 <laughs> <laughs> Oh god! Oh god! <laughs> and like the only bits I've seen are just sort of short clips of just the president looking absolutely befuddled. Like Donald yeah. Trump has been befuddled. He's been Trump, by someone who's more mental than him. <laughs> Do you think he was like, "Fuck, is this how I sound?" This is crazy. <laughs> that guy is a crazy. And then finally, you've got Donald Trump, obviously, in the midst of all of this stuff. He's still there. Uh, Do you hear, like, the comments he made about, um, <laughs> about China? What so he was that? like, uh, a very stuff? famous uh, report by a man called Pillsbury, which is particularly funny, obviously, for you yeah. and I, because we, <laughs> we, we know a real Pillsbury, but who, who, who purports to be an ex- expert on China, and China, China respects Donald Trump and his very large uh, brain. <laughs> it's just like... <laughs> a brain. <laughs> a brain. The most extraordinary... A thing to say, <laughs> but just how how fucking dumb have you got to be to even think that that people respect people's brains? To think that like that's a thing. Do you know what I mean? Like how outside of the smart guy circle are you to think that that's yeah that's like the way yeah, they exactly, applaud that each that's, other? That that's how smart people compliment other <laughs> smart people. He's got such a big a brain. Einstein, <laughs> nice fucking brain, yeah. mate. Massive, massive brain. I loved um, his brain. I tell you, his brain I did love. Actually, to, to Newton, he had a good brain, didn't he? <laughs> massive, big, fat brain. But, well, quick, quick look uh, over at, at this country's Oh, God, do we have to? Situation. <laughs> do we have to? <laughs> the no deal breakers or, or deal breakers. We've got, like, there's, there's about two, two minutes left for people to get a deal together. It's insane, um, isn't it? It's fucking crazy. That it's it's been an absolute circus the last few weeks because it's been party conference season as well, isn't it? So it's it's um, I I still can't believe I'm still in shock that we're now in this situation where we knew we fucking knew we were going to be here, right? It's not it's a sh- it's shocking, but it's not shocking. It's not surprising, right? Yeah. But they still fucking had this, like the summer off, like that still fucking really <laughs> sticks with me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, take, take, because right up, now lads. we're just like, oh, if only we had like eight extra weeks. You did. <laughs> you know yeah. what you went hiking around Cornwall you cunts <laughs> yeah, or probably in Europe went to the like the Algarve yeah. oh it's lovely over here yeah, do, you know, do you know what I spent my <laughs> summer just freely travelling around 27 different countries yeah. <laughs> interrailing you know, just bringing produce across lines <laughs> yeah exactly in, in each place I was just investing in the capital markets it was great collaborating um, but... with people it was wonderful yeah exactly it's wonderful everyone was so welcoming anyway back to Brexit uh, Back to Breckers. So, yeah, I mean, we've got, like... There was rumours afoot today uh, that that a deal was going to be struck imminently. But it was, like... I don't know who spread the rumour. It's just, like, Nigel Farrell. Just (laughs) just running from one newspaper office to the other. Oh, did you hear what I heard? Oh, you haven't haven't heard? Oh, my God, you haven't heard. Um, But, uh, 
that's that's clearly not not true but um yeah they've got like not not long to go uh no one's budging yeah. northern ireland's gonna break off apparently they're just gonna literally break it well, off they're gonna start drilling for dup just like completely the day you the day you pay the day you fucking pay i mean <laughs> even they're like throwing you know the big spanner in the works like that is not good return for investment on that billion pounds <laughs> on that billion, that billion is really looking like shit now doesn't really fill me with confidence that our chief negotiator in this is going to be theresa may who couldn't who couldn't get, get oh. 10 irishmen to do something for a billion pounds yeah. The Iron Lady, except she's oh, made of iron filings. <laughs> <laughs> the Iron Filings Lady. Uh, <laughs> but well, anyway, so that's so that's Brexit. We've got to look forward to. Yay! And that's top stories for this week. So on this day in history, Paul. Oh uh, yeah bringing it back love it uh, so there isn't actually a previous week uh, to refer to <laughs> this time we haven't done a show in so long but there's no history for us there's to no reference history for us to yeah but uh today is the 14th of october uh and this week's theme is unbelievably boring people deciding to commemorate stuff um <laughs> And uh, the options are, in 1946, mm-hmm. boring people convened to decide the 14th of October should be World Standards Day, uh, celebrating the efforts of people working the fields of checking standards. Uh, so, pretty exciting stuff. Uh, option number two, in 1965, boring con- people mm. convened to decide that the 14th of October should be World Accounts Day, mm. um, celebrating the efforts of people worldwide that work in the field of accounts. Good work. It's good work. Uh, and option number 93... <laughs> is uh, in 1991 uh, boring people convened to decide that the 14th of October should be World Administration Day <laughs> uh, celebrating the world of people in the field of admin uh, <laughs> so that's World Standards Day Standards. 1946 World Accounts, Accounts Day 1965 or World Administration Day in 1991 well, Standards Accounts and Admin those are all of the worst people in your office aren't they <laughs> the sexiest stuff world has oh, ever Jesus. seen so why, who would have a day though <laughs> yeah i mean just do you know what i mean no, it would kind of make sense if standards would have a day because that would then have set a standard so that makes a little sense that's uh, the standard of course, it's an annual thing but it would make sense for accounts are there you know maybe tying it into some sort of financial year end oh, a real great day of course uh, if there's a day you'd have to write it into the calendar Thus being administrative work, Wee. so they're all equally plausible, aren't they? Really, but which one is it? Yeah. Um, I think, I think if it were me, and I were going to have a day, if it were me, right, and I'm going to have a day for one of those, um, I reckon I'd go standards. So I'm going standard, Rob. Moss is going to go standards. Answers next time. Moss Reports, bringing it back, bringing it back. Uh, this week on the old Moss Reports, the good old BBC. Hey, it gets a hard time, doesn't it? It's often the whipping boy of choice for both members on the right and left of the political spectrum. Now, for the longest time, this has always led me to believe it was doing a fairly decent job. I mean, if both parties are claiming it's biased in favour of the other, surely that means that it's balanced. However, 
I'm now pretty sure that I was mistaken because another perfectly good explanation for the BBC being criticised by both Corbyn-worshipping Stalinists and Satan-worshipping Conservatives is the BBC's just not very good. This week on shouty late night news programme Newsnight, this was put into a particular focus for me. Firstly, they ran an editorial on right-wing hate monger Tommy Robinson, a uh, real name Lexonical Bughurst Wesley or something. Um, yeah. <laughs> for those who don't know... Algernon Cuthbertson. <laughs> it is something like that, though, isn't it? I can't remember what it is. Um, I think it's Waleed. <laughs> Waleed Hamid. <laughs> 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 oh, okay. so, yeah, so I shortened it to Tommy Robinson. Yeah, sure. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> now, for those who don't know, Tommy Robinson was the leader of the Muslim-bashing skinhead appreciators, the EDL, the far-right group famed for their marches in major UK cities, some of which would attract literally dozens of hardcore <laughs> racists and Nazis to the streets. He also served prison time recently for protesting a court case involving Pakistani grooming gangs, an act that could have actually seen the case fall apart and led to the men being freed. And that's because he really wants to protest Islamic practices and isn't just interested in shameless self-promotion like a cunt. Now, like a big... on the surface, he seems like a perfectly reasonable person for Newsnight to do an editorial on. You know, far-right racist fug at large on Britain's streets, be vigilant against his evil, that sort of thing. But no, the BBC team instead decided to do a practical fluff piece on this racist cunt using publicity shots from Robinson's own PR team and seeking to understand his point of view and discuss whether he is right or wrong to be a big racist prick. Well, I've got the answer. Uh, yeah, it's wrong. Yeah, he's wrong to be a big racist prick. Now, this case highlights what's gone so wrong with the BBC and its requirement to prioritise balance over fact. Another howler from this week's perfectly showcases this. Following the international report on climate change that has us all but doomed to a fiery death in a decade or so, rather than getting any of the thousands of scientists from the dozens and dozens of independent research teams to inform the populace about the situation, Newsnight invited a climate change denier onto the show to discuss whether climate change is actually fucking happening or not. Unbelievable. Now, people will claim that this is the BBC given a platform to all when championing free speech. But that's not the BBC's job. It's not the job of news to give you every possible opinion on a subject. It's to do some investigating and then give you the truth as best it can. So the next time someone tells you that the licence fee is a load of old crap uh, and it should be scrapped and the BBC should be shut down, yeah, they, they, they like might have a point. Uh, and that's this week's Moss Reports. Up your game, BBC. What happened next, Paul? Oh, yeah. Um, three questions for you this week. And the theme is, it's it's news. Just sort of news. <laughs> sort of, you know. That's good. Shows, really. No no kind of grand theme, <laughs> uh, so to speak. Uh, but the first clip is taken from a food segment on a news show. It involves um, someone making some salad. Um, so what happens next, Paul? Is a car coming out to enjoy some salad? I might be. You have must. You have been very impressive, Kelly. You're yeah, I might out be. Here. You love. Everybody wants a yoga girl, right, Jason? That's right. <laughs> what the fuck? So <laughs> everybody wants a yoga girl, isn't that right? A yoga girl. So that's like the sort of like sexy chef saying that to Jason. Everyone loves the yoga girl. What happens next, Paul? 
something I don't know like something's happened to the yoga girl like everyone loves the yoga girl Jason and then Jason's just like yeah she died and I think it <laughs> brings the whole tone down that's that's essentially what I think happens I might be wrong I'm f- it's not the right answer <laughs> so she's making a salad for him um, you know this yoga lady mm-hmm. um, so well let's take a listen to the answer shall we everybody wants a yoga girl right Jason that's right <laughs> and I know you want me to toss your salad too don't you alright Wow. <laughs> yeah. Wow. She goes, she goes straight there. Straight to tossing um, the salad. Straight to salad tossing. Girl's got, um, girl's got some pr- prison time behind her. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Straight, straight in there. Go on, girl. And the other presenter uh, just deflects <laughs> quite quickly. Um, next question, Paul. This clip is taken from a new show because with two presenters to sort of uh, sort of elder, well, elderly, but sort of middle-aged lady presenters playing with some dogs. Uh, what happens next? Hey Charlie, I'm going to sit here and just hang out with my new best friend, Bettina. Really? Get to weather. Oh yeah. <laughs> I think you should. You two should get a uh, a hotel room or something. That's a lot of <laughs> a lot of action going on over there. Oh, Charlie. <laughs> so they kind of cut to the studio, and the news presenter is like, yeah. You guys should get a hotel room. There's a, a lot of action going on over there. Um, what happens next, Paul? Does she actually fuck her dog? N- no, ah. that's kind of different. It's more. I feel like if you could, he says something. If that's pretty a big clue, I don't know. So what? Like the news guy says something. Yeah. Oh, it's, it's something to do with with them. Her fucking her dog or something. <laughs> <laughs> I'm stuck on this, aren't I? <laughs> I, I can't give you a point oh well go on what is it what is it let's, well, let's, let's have a listen shall we get a hotel room or something that's <laughs> a lot of a lot of action going on over there oh, charlie probably the most action you've had in months huh <laughs> really just cutting wow <laughs> <laughs> probably more action like you've had in months you ugly bitch <laughs> yeah, just like really what, what an asshole but anyway wow. so, what, yeah. a mean, um, what a mean mean yeah, man. mean guy <laughs> meanie um the last clip paul is uh it shows a correspondent who's about to interview people who are filling out lottery tickets Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. uh what happens next filling out bubbles here i want to turn some of these people around and ask you guys sir can i ask you if you want all the money what would you do with it cocaine and blowjobs (laughs) oh i'll give you a point oh go on then (laughs) So clearly a man after my own let's take a listen can I ask you if you won all the money what would you do with it bunch of hookers and cocaine lad <laughs> 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 yes the answer was bunch of hookers and cocaine oh what a boy um, so, <laughs> so one out of three well done I'll take it good effort there and that uh, that brings what happened next to a close and that brings this week's show Aww. to a close um, do thanks for listening thank you very much um, we'll, be we'll be back soon um, if anything just to give you the answer to this week please <laughs> don't, don't like leaving people hanging <laughs> um, uh, yeah do follow us on SoundCloud uh, Twitter iTunes all of that stuff your favourite podcast apps and we'll catch you next time Zada.